station, but we're here for a real education. Welcome to A Real Education. I am your host, Tim Wick, joined by my co-hosts, uh, Melissa Kersher and our young protege, Jenny Young. <laughs> Hi! And uh, we are here this week to watch The Abominable Dr. Fives. <laughs> this, uh, it is, uh, this, th- we're airing on November 1st, so this is our Halloween episode. <laughs> this is our Halloween oh. episode. So that's, okay. that's, the, the, uh, that's why I suggested we, we do this particular episode this week. And I'm very excited. Uh, I, I mentioned to Pat that we were doing this 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 movie, and she's like, "But but that's not a that's not a great movie." And I said, "Well, may, maybe not. <laughs> it, it is <laughs> maybe not awesome movie, but, is what it is. But yeah, we're we're doing movies that are worth watching. I think yes. so. It, it there there's nothing quite like Abominable Doctor Fives. No, no, it is a it is a, a one of a kind. Oh God! <laughs> Except for the sequel. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So we gotta, we gotta. I mean, we have to do our, our standard thing, which is Jenna has to tell us what she knows about the Abominable Doctor Fives. I know now that it is a movie that can be watched in conjunction with Halloween. That's it. Wow. I don't know its time period. I don't know if it's color or black and white. I assume that there is a doctor involved, and he is abominable. Uh, well, or... to be fair, I don't think the movie knows what time period it's in either. Oh, good. Yeah. We'll get into well, that. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, we'll, well talk about that when confused. the movie's over. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know when it was filmed. I don't know who's in it. I know absolutely nothing about oh, this movie. Oh, this is so exciting. <laughs> this is so... joy. This is, this is the best part I'm, of this I'm going to guess that it's a musical. Why not? <laughs> it is a musical Halloween well, show. Well, it kind of is. <laughs> what? Kind of uh, you know, I don't know. Oh, God. We can have that argument later. <laughs> yeah. White. There are musical aspects. There, there are some musical aspects. Yeah. Well, come on. If a film has a score, there are musical aspects. Yeah. Well, this one has a little bit more musical aspect than a movie with just a score. But <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Oh well, god. You know. Oh god. And, and there's the final scene. But anyway, spurring anyway. controversy already. Excellent. <laughs> yes. yes. It's it, yeah. There's. Um, well, I think you know. I don't want to give away too much, but I sure. In our first episode, I believe we discussed certain actors where it's like they elevate a film. Okay. Uh, yes. And 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 any movie with this actor, what what, ooh, what do you think? <laughs> what 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 what, what you're, you're squeeing? I, is it is it the the um, oh god, I can't remember his name. Yeah. Uh, but the the one with the the um, uh oh. God, I hate that my brain just like the guy with the hair and two eyes and teeth and uh, uh, the one with the beautiful friendship. That guy. Oh, uh, Claude Rains. No, it is yeah? not. No, okay, damn. No, it is not. We Although will, that would have been awesome yeah. too. Okay. We will, I'm certain, in this podcast, return to Claude Rains, but that is not. That's this is, this not is another yet. actor damn. that I mentioned that we haven't watched the movie with, uh, which is Vincent Price. Okay, yay. Um, and Vincent Price is an actor who elevates. All the material that he is associated with. All right. And the abominable Doctor Fives is so Vincent Pricey. Then <laughs> <laughs> this is a man who is just going for the gold with his performance, which is really remarkable since he can't really move his face in the movie. So <laughs> what? It's true. Why not? True. Oh God. This I is a very odd film. It, 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 apparently, holy yeah, crap! I'm so excited that we're going to get the phone ringing in the background. On this <laughs> Yay! Um, but uh, oh well. Ring 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 ring. Yeah. Ring, ring. 
So, but yes, um, there there are a couple other actors I'm very excited about in this movie, but we can get into that after. There's a lot of excitement okay. in this movie. This is yeah. oh, and this this, oh, is, this is exciting is so for me because yeah, knowing yeah. absolutely nothing but watching you guys have excitement over this, I'm just <laughs> like, you know, this is a, this it's like is, a surprise party. This is. Uh, I, to me, this movie—of the movies that we've watched before—that I would equate it most closely with in terms of how I view this movie, not plot-wise or anything else. This, to me, is a lot like *The Road Warrior*. Okay. Um, okay. It, in it's, terms it's of juicy fun. In terms of yeah, exactly, exactly. Not <laughs> this, this one's is, for me. <laughs> this, is not, <laughs> this is not *Lawrence of Arabia*. No. This is not. We're not going to have any picturesque sunsets over. No, with no, but we have gorgeous score in the background. But this, no. this is just—it's awesome. <laughs> this is—it's this is—I don't know if you'd necessarily call it a cult movie, but it's very nearly a cult movie. It, it, is, it, it is very it strange. Be. It should be. Yeah, a cult it, movie. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, so we're going to go away. We're going to watch the Abominable Doctor Fives. If you are following along at home, you can feel free to do the same. And we'll be back in a little bit. For no mere mortal can resist the evil of the thriller. <laughs> and we are back. We have just finished watching the abominable Dr. Five with the incomparable but non-speaking role played by Mr. Vincent Price. Well, well, he did speak, but yet he did not. Yet he did not. He, he did a lot of emoting with his, with his throat. And his eyes. And his eyes. His eyes. It's all like... about his eyes and his his yeah. Adam's apple. Yeah. So, Jenna? I'm not sure what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> like, I saw a movie, and there, were, there, there was a plot, and there were characters, and... Uh-huh. There was, like, all of the elements were there, and, and everything was there, and there were funny moments, and there were slightly, appre- like, I couldn't buy into it enough to actually get apprehensive over everything, but there were moments where I could tell I was supposed to be apprehensive, and I, I'm still not sure what the hell just happened. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of an acid trip of a movie. It is. I, yeah. um, it's, it's very odd. There's, it, yeah, it's, um... The, the the balance it strikes is, yes, clearly it's supposed to be kind of this weird take on a slasher film where, or a Ten Little Indians film, yeah, uh, sure. quite literally, but it's, um, it's, it goes so over the top and it just keeps going over the top and, and cranking it up and cranking it up and it goes into silly land and it just keeps going to the point it, where you know you, you're it, supposed to be taking it seriously and yet there's also a dude who gets impaled by a brass brass unicorn, unicorn head oh, and as they're God. trying to take the unicorn head off they're twisting the dude's <laughs> body that, that, that is my one of my That's favorite fantastic. scenes of all time oh. See, I, I think it's a left hand thread <laughs> <laughs> It was pretty fantastic. So what's the deal with the chick? Oh, Volnavia? Yeah. Fuck if we Who know. knows? Okay. Who did there is, did That's, there. I, I kept wanting to find a way to tie her in, and man, there was... Nope. Uh, she was she's, just she's the hired help. chick. She's, she's the hired yeah. help. She's literally just his loyal uh, killing servant. Yes. She, Who plays violin? Who plays yeah. violin and has a fabulous wardrobe. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. Very fashionable, fashionable. as the movie says. Fashionable. It's, uh, you, know, you watch this movie and you, you realize that um, everybody has to die. Mm-hmm. Because you have to know what his plan is for yeah. all these murders. And if he doesn't actually succeed, you'll never know <laughs> what bizarre way he's going to come up with to kill people with a biblical plague. Mm-hmm. You know, and, 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 and at the moment that you get the unicorn head impaling the dude that's <laughs> been launched from oh, a catapult, you're like... Well, it couldn't get any crazier than this until you get to the Brussels sprout concoction. <laughs> and I love the scene where he's distilling the Brussels sprouts and selecting the good from bad Brussels sprouts to make the best Brussels sprout mixture. Look, you have to have the best quality green goo. I know. You're going to be killing Otherwise, you. the locusts right. are not going to eat it. Right? I know. <laughs> That's just... Well. You know, and, <laughs> And it, and and has yet another dress just to wear for the scene of the selection of the Brussels sprouts. Yeah, she changes for everything she does. <laughs> Every like, second. Before she does something, mm-hmm. she puts on a new dress. <laughs> there then, there was I feel like there was a repeat the the driving outfit, the outfit that oh she the practical wore. one yeah the the, practical the one practical outfit the one she practical has. outfit she has I yeah. feel like that one was repeated yeah I times. think I think you're probably correct. I think you're probably right and that is a bit of a disappointment I think um, we got to knock the movie down a couple yeah. of points yeah no I was I was upset <laughs> for that failure well well she had uh, a dog from one of them so maybe that was an accessory just oh. to oh and then the dog goes away so and then the dog goes away so that's a t- right, technically well. a different outfit yeah. Never it's, mind then. <laughs> I stand I, corrected. I, I'm using the breakfast at Tiffany's logic on no, this one. No, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. It's um, one of many Vincent Price movies in which he commits multiple murders based on a theme. Yeah, aside uh, from the sequel to this one, uh, also Theater of Blood, yeah. which was actually kind of around the same era, too. This mm. was made in the 70s. Yeah. And even though it was supposed to be set in 1925, you could definitely see... Oh god! Seventies, really? All over the place. Was, yeah. All right. Yeah. They, sure. they, if you, it, they, <laughs> they, they mention the date that his wife dies. I think that. Well, yeah. I think technically you can you can see on the gravestones it says nineteen twenty one. Yeah. And they sure. say the uh, accident happened four years ago, so nineteen twenty five. All right. Mm-hmm. And yet. Most of the music is from the 30s and 40s. Yeah. And the light fixtures are clearly not 1920s. Oh, God. No. Uh, and then, you know, you see uh, Joseph Cotton's house, and uh, it's like, this is straight out of the 70s. Yeah, you... they just don't even care. Yeah. The, the, the thing I love about Vincent Price is he made predominantly, he was in predominantly cheesy films. Oh, yeah. These weird, cheesy, crazy horror movies. Many of which, the movies themselves are, are god-awful. Mm-hmm. Sure. And yet, Price just throws himself into every movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he, he makes the movie better just because he's there. You know, because this movie, it's just weird as fuck. No, yeah. It doesn't make any sense at all. It's like, how... How, there, there's all these scenes with the with the police showing up and the, the increasing level of incompetence oh, at each higher level of detective. You know, you've got the main detective who's pretty smart, but, you know, can't quite think up to the level of Fives. Fives has had four years to plan, mm-hmm. so he's always sure. one step ahead of the detective. But then above him, you've got 
his bumbling boss, and about the bumbling boss, <laughs> there's an even more bumbling boss. Yeah. And these scenes, they're they're not relevant to the story at all. Yeah. <laughs> they're not even. Their incompetence no. doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. Their incompetence does not uh, prevent the police officers from doing a bad job. <laughs> protecting the victims sure. of yeah. this this murderous rampage. It just serves to make fun of the police. I, I don't know. And comic relief? Comic relief, For yeah. something yeah. that's already pretty silly? Yeah. Um, it, it, it just... Yeah. Every element that they, that they put on here is kind of just a little bit weirder than the last. <laughs> and how about the weird running joke with everybody mispronouncing everybody else's names? Yeah. And it never really consummates in anything. It never... Well, Inspector Trout, aren't they regularly referring to as another fish? A different fish. Yeah, they... they, they, uh, (laughs) (laughs) And and then they Why not? It's so odd. And then you're like, Fives' his murder techniques just get more and more bizarre. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was playing a weird game of mousetrap at the end. <laughs> yes. Well, you have the super elaborate death trap, which yeah. you see in a lot of Vincent Price movies, and you know, you've got the acid going down uh. the tube, and and the kid underneath with the thing on his throat, and the key is hidden in his ribcage somewhere. It's like a predecessor to the Saw movies. It, you know, it... it it all comes from somewhere. Yeah. I actually, when I was watching this, I kept thinking of Seven. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I was well, like, yeah, because was Seven based off of this, or no, was it was oh, kind no, of the same. But, you know, they're coming through the Seven Deadly Sins. Sure. And it, it's the checklist kind of structure. And the sequel to Fives isn't it? The Seven Deadly Sins that he works off of. If for, I remember right, for murders is. in that one. No. So. Oh yeah. God! Now I do want to see that one. Yeah. Well. <laughs> The sequel to Doctor Fives does not. I mean, it's still got Vincent Price. Yeah, and and it it certainly has its moments. But not as many. <laughs> not as many as the Abominable Doctor yeah. Doctor Fives, which yeah. has a lot of moments. Including yeah, the, the 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 reason this works at all is it it's kind of it kind of succeeds in a tone that is very unique, mm-hmm. and it's consistent throughout. Sure. That it can just keep getting sillier and sillier and sillier, and yet it still holds together. Yeah, in no small part, in no small part to Vincent Price. Yeah, because he is going for it, man. He is yeah. going for the gold. But you know, this is our first uh, real education movie with Joseph Cotton. Yes, which is important because he's a big name in film that we're going to get to again because unquestionably we're going to watch Citizen Kane. And I'm sure we're going to see the third man at some point. And we're going to see the third man at some point. Joseph Cotton is at the point that this movie is made near the end of his career. I I don't know when he died but it wasn't too long after. Yeah. Yeah. This was very, very late. So this is so and he's Joseph Cotton was a member of the Mercury Players which was uh, Orson Welles uh, set of radio actors Very that cool. did you know all these radio theatrics during yeah. the 
30s. And yeah. I, I, I don't remember what the actual dates of operation of the Mercury Players, but he took all those actors and brought them into film when he started doing stuff like Citizen Kane and Magnificent Ambersons. And sure. So this family of actors included Joseph Cotton and Agnes Moorhead, who was an amazing actress. Okay. And I can't remember who else was in it, but those those are two of the major players, aside yeah. from Wells himself. So yeah, Wells brings Cotton in yeah. to to Susan Kane, and he then becomes a movie actor, yeah. um, okay. who we see in a lot of other films. Actually, he died in 1994, so, wow, he, so he was not near the end of his career when he made this film. Well, he um, may have been near the end of his career, but not the end of his life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I can't remember... Uh, later film I, I'm sure you're going to prove me wrong on that but anyway uh, Joseph Cotton was very f- famous for being kind of this amazing everyman character yeah in, in most movies and um, I always like seeing him in movies he, he, he always to me he seems kind of uncomfortable in Dr. Fibes which is strange because he's done suspense and horror before sure he was uh, in a Hitchcock film called Shadow of a Doubt which okay. is an amazing movie, um, yeah. In which Cotton, well, I shouldn't say much in case Other that's a spoiler. Just, yeah. He kicks he, ass. He kicks ass in that movie. Right. But usually you see him as kind of this everyday Joe sort of. Character. I just I felt like he was the only sane person in the movie. <laughs> that's about right. Yeah, it kind of is. He's the straight man of the film. Yeah. I, I feel like I was able to to feel for him and only him. Yeah. That's yeah. Well, and it's right. <laughs> oh, the kid. Which is a virtually non-existent role, his son, but mm-hmm. and yet pivotal. Yes. Yeah. In its own strange way. Um, the rest of the supporting cast is interesting too. It's it's interesting they use this huge bevy of of English uh, character actors to play the police or you know uh, the guy who is the curse of blood is uh, Terry Thomas who sure. you see in uh, kind of over the top silly roles in a lot of movies okay. uh, or uh, I've seen Peter Jeffries and things as well yeah but now I'm not placing him at all in other movies because <laughs> I'm trying to work off the top of my head but yeah yeah oh, it it's, it's a weird, weird film. <laughs> it is. It's a really weird film. Uh, and, I, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, we, we they, they showed this at Buttonamathon, which is a movie festival that Melissa and I go to. Was it Yeah, I begged ago? for it. I begged for it for like three years straight, and Harry finally showed it. It's like, yes, I yeah. win. And now he will never play anything I ask for ever again. Ever again. <laughs> no, you get nothing now. And we had, we had seen it already. Oh, yeah. When they showed it, but it was really cool to just see it. And big screen. On a big screen and and those great dresses that. And and the the red lucite organ rising out of the floor and people behind us going, what the hell are we watching? Yeah, I know. It's awesome. (laughs) And the way way Vince Price just goes for it on the organ in a way that, I mean, there's no way that he's playing the organ. (laughs) He doesn't even even fake playing the organ well, and yet he fakes it amazingly. because he's just waving his arms around and it's, his, his hands aren't moving in anywhere in time with the music. You, you know that they must not have even given him the music he was playing. He must have had no idea what he was playing. He's, they're just like, play the organ, Vincent. <laughs> just play it 
like you've never played the organ before. And he's like, what am I playing? They're like, that is irrelevant. We'll figure it out later. Just play the organ. Now, apparently, um, you know, obviously he had some makeup on his face, even though he, yeah. you know, it was his face that he was pretending to be a mask. But the makeup was thick enough that when he would try to do these scenes, he'd often crack up laughing, and mm. the, the makeup would flake off, and they'd have to redo oh, his makeup. Oh, God. Oh, God. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And it he, is. he apparently just had a blast. Yeah, there, I was reading some trivia about the movie and, yeah. and the fact that he apparently, uh, at one point, Joseph Cotton was giving him crap for the fact that he didn't have to remember any lines. And 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 Price, who apparently was very well known for memorizing the entire script, is like, yes, but I know yours. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was... Uh, Price is a, you know, a fascinating character beyond... Even as an actor, I mean, as an actor, he again, he's he doesn't make a list movies. You you no. look at his at his filmography, and it's almost all B horror, where he's playing these just crazy, weird characters, and they're just all awesome. Mm-hmm. They're all awesome, and you know, at the same time, he's also you know a, an art collector. Yes. He's a gourmet. When he stops making movies, he goes on to do cooking shows. Yeah. That's and, fantastic. And he, he... Didn't he have a deal with a magazine where every year he'd decorate a Christmas tree, like interior designer sort of Christmas tree? And huh. That I don't know, but it does. on how to decorate Christmas trees. Yeah, he was... He's very much a renaissance man yeah. in, 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 in a lot of ways, and that there's so many things that, that he had... Uh, his hands. He was a political activist. He yeah. was a liberal Democrat, one of the most active liberals in Hollywood at the time that he was mm-hmm. that he was making movies. And uh, yeah, like I say, did cooking shows. Later in life, he goes on to introduce Mystery, yeah. which is a really good uh, series on PBS. Um, and they bring him in, I think, primarily because of his history as a as in these in these B horror films. And but he also, has a great voice. Also because he's got this wonderful voice and he just he just looks simultaneously creepy and serious. Mm-hmm. Um, although but he, he has that him. air of intelligence. Yeah, very... Yeah. Yeah, he's always very composed. He's always very composed. He's always very intelligent. He, uh, he did a really good guest stint on The Muppet Show. Oh, God. Uh, his Muppet Show episode <laughs> is hilarious. Yeah. Um. <laughs> they, they have a Muppet dedicated to Vincent Price. Um, yeah. There's, yeah. Th- everybody loved Vincent Price. <laughs> yeah, he was. Um, in, so he's he's that fascinating person in that the the guy Vincent Price is almost more interesting than the actor mm-hmm. Vincent Price. The Born and raised in St. Louis of all places. Yeah, I know. What's up with that? Yeah. Huh. Clearly, his his birthplace was just too boring and he had to move on sorry yeah you'd think with somebody with that sort of gravitas would have to come from england or something like that not from not from st. st louis st louis yeah <laughs> uh and and then he makes so many movies roger corman he made a lot of movies with roger corman yeah. if i remember correctly a lot of fascinating adaptations of edgar Allan poe and by adaptations of Edgar Allan Poe, I mean movies that bore the same name as stories by Edgar Allan Poe. Yes. Because <laughs> uh, the, pit, the Pit and the Pendulum... Has is, a pit and a pendulum in it, but that's about that's it. That's about it. That's the only, <laughs> the only similarity. 
yeah. between uh, Poe's story and huh. and the Vin, the movie starring Vincent Price. He did one called The Raven. Yeah. Um, which is not very good. Nope. Um, the Fall of the House of Usher, which is actually pretty good. Yeah, um, that one's all right. That one's I feel right. like I saw that. I feel like somebody made me watch that one, but I can't remember. No, eh, maybe I just read it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it just um, remarkable career, remarkable sure. guy, mm-hmm. you know. And of course, what most people know him from is narration and thriller. So yeah. the funk of forty thousand years. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what I should use for the transition music. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Which at this point people will have already listened to um, and known what I picked, and maybe it won't be that. But no, no. So maybe some people will have just gotten it now. Like maybe somebody will be like, "What? Why are we?" Oh, all right. Oh, well, all right. either that, or you know, you just use that fabulous Mendelssohn piece that they open with on the organ. Yeah, that's good too. Mm-hmm. There's lots of good music in this movie. Yeah, that I. If I remember right, the trailer for Dr. Fibes was just that organ music and just a blast of these weird-ass images from the movie. Nice. There's no so explanation many... for anything yeah, the, 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 the To be fair, how would you explain the movie? I know. Like... Yeah, we could have told you everything about the movie and then said, and... Yeah. And now watch it, and we didn't tell you anything. Yeah, I can't tell yeah. you about The Matrix. You have to see it for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Which pill? <laughs> the abominable Dr. Fives is definitely the red pill. Yes. <laughs> um, so, speaking, since we're doing this horror film, you know, I figure I need to point out um, our next episode is going to be about Playtime. Yes. Which I'm, I'm very interested in. I have not seen Playtime, so this Melissa is, Ooh, is presenting yes. this to both of us. I'm, I'm forcing you both to watch Playtime. Yes. I know a lot about Playtime. I, I mean, okay. I know a lot about the film. I yes. just haven't seen it. You know nothing about the film, Jenna. I don't, actually. And then our next one, which I just need to bring up because we're doing this on the 1st, and the 17th of November, we are doing our third live presentation at the Parkway Theater. Yes. With special guest host Matt Alex from the Apropos of Nothing. Oh, I love that. And Horror Show Hot Dog Podcast. (laughs) Because we are doing John Carpenter's The Thing. Yes. If any of you have not watched John Carpenter's The Thing, or indeed if you have, but you haven't seen it in a movie theater, and you don't come and watch this with us on the 17th, well, I just don't want to know you. (laughs) I I, I just, I don't want to. Well, I'll be there. Yeah. So, yeah. You will you be there. If I'm going to be there, everybody else should be there. Yeah. So, you know, mark your calendars. The 17th of November. So that's a Sunday. Sunday and matinee. Matinee. The movie starts at 1.15. We'll do the intro starting at 1. The movie starts at 1.15. So yes. I'm, I'm super jazzed because that's going to be our third one. We just did Rear Window, mm-hmm. which was just our last episode. And then we also did Breakfast at Tiffany's, which was awesome. So anyway, I'm just... You're just plotting a little bit here. I'm super jazzed. The thing is an awesome <laughs> movie. So, so uh, The Abominable Dr. Fives, if you somehow decided not to watch the movie... Uh, yeah, and you're have, going, what the hell did I not, just listen to? We have not managed to spoil it at all. All I can yeah, say no. is <laughs> you have to stick it through the plague of locusts because... <laughs> Because, oh, wow, yeah. just yeah. seriously stick it out through the plague of locusts. But you have to respect Vincent Price because any guy who can 
do an entire roll without ever moving his mouth uh, and still just be awesome. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A man who emotes with his Adam's apple. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. So, until next time, uh, we hope you enjoy whatever movies you're watching. Yay. I'm trying to come up with a tagline. I'm not sure I've found one yet. (laughs) Um, I got nothing. something. You just, you just ended this on a weird note, too. God damn it. Well, it's a weird movie. This is what we can't... <laughs> we'll well, catch right. you next time on A Real <laughs> Education. Yeah, bye. 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 We hope you enjoyed our film fixation. We'll see you next time on A Real Education. Dee, dee.